47 players signed, some local talent, uh, recruiting a lot of linebackers, offensive linemen. It's, uh, it's an impressive class that Miles and his staff has put together. Absolutely, and for the coaches, this is like Christmas Day. You know, you're getting to open up new packaging, you know, try and get ready for next season. And, you know, you, you go through here and there's going to be some real gems and some guys that, uh, that, that will pop off the page and you'll go, wow, I can't wait to get him out on the field. And the guy that is as happy as probably when his uh, dad, Mark, and his mom, Paula, bought him maybe a brand-new football on Christmas Day. Miles Kochi, or, or baseball glove back in the day. Miles, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, fellas. Thanks for coming down today. This is awesome just to be able to have you guys down here and celebrate this day. Like you said, a lot of hard work by, by my staff and these guys just getting after it to, you know, put that uh, – Ink to paper, I guess we can still say that, even though they just click and do all the things <laughs> electronically. Um, but just just pumped to be here and, and be able to see these young men come and, and join the program. I mean, last year, I mean, this this was the start for you on, on February 1st as far as being the, the coach of the Maverick football team. You literally had to hit the ground running and it has to be just uh, fantastic to have a normal recruiting process and offseason where you're able to to do the work you know you need to do to build this roster. Well, exactly, and, and this recruiting has gotten crazier and crazier year by year, um, but it still goes back to relationships. And so this year, you know, these guys understand the expectation. Um, we were able to go out and identify guys that fit who we need and, and, you know, who we are as a program. So that was the big thing as we went through this. And as you look at it, you know, I told our coaches, we can't go and win the highlight films. Everybody can make a highlight film. We've got to really dig in and do our homework and it started right away last year and then as we got into our prospect camps this summer and team camps and being able to meet guys and evaluate them and get to know them on a personal level so we're really excited about this class and what they bring to the maverick family and of course you know you have you've been in the armac and around the region so you already have lots of ties to high school coaches and guys that you can call up and pick up the phone and go hey what do you think of this guy and that's got to be a leg up anytime you're in a recruiting battle Oh, exactly. And, and when you look at it, you know, you have to utilize your strengths. And we have two longtime high school coaches um, in the state of Colorado. So those relationships that they had, those were in instrumental to help our recruiting and um, to push these guys our way because they knew what they were going to get and we knew what we were going to get. So when you look at this class and, and the amount of guys that we were able to go and get in Colorado, um, I, I believe, shoot, it was a year ago. Uh, today, you know, yep. that we said we're going to win Colorado, and I do feel like we were able to do that this year. Miles Coach Aver, coach of the Colorado Mesa Mavericks football team with us. It's the National Signing Day event here at the Blue Moon, downtown Grand Junction. Stop by. They got some specials right now. The Char, Char Burger for $12.50. The Black and Blue Burger, a little uh, blue cheese on that. The uh, Crunchy Fish Tacos, the Chicken Quesadilla. Got wings and then Bud Light Coors now you're Light. you're talking my language. Oh, yeah. Wings. Uh, <laughs> Bud Light and Coors Light, too. $4 a pint down here during the national signing event for Colorado Mesa University. And the players that you recruited this year from Colorado, Texas, or Utah, a lot of linebackers, a lot of offensive linemen, just kind of take us through the process of evaluating the needs for your football team, Miles, and, and how you approach that from recruiting. Well, when you look at it, you know, championships are one up front. So we knew that we had to do a good job on the O and D line. And when this thing's all said and done, you know, we'll have at least 10 on each side of the ball. So being able to go out and find guys that, one, play with that physical presence and that nastiness that you have to have on up front. 
Um, so we really wanted to focus on going and, and making ourselves bigger and longer and guys that can uh, fit our style of football. So we were able to do that, and we were able to go out. And, I, you know, been in this a long time and don't think I've seen a better class of offensive linemen and defensive linemen with the potential to grow. So just excited about that group. And then, you know, when you looked at the skill position, um, you know, especially in the state of Colorado, a lot of these guys played both ways. Um, multi-sport athletes, guys that can get it done, and um, we'll find their best fit. You know, some of them listed today as receivers, DBs, really doesn't matter. We want to go and find the best athletes that can compete, um, and we'll be able to come in and, and push each group wherever they uh, we find the best home for them. You have high school athletes signing today. We won't spend a lot of time about the transfer portal, but how do you approach that? How do you mix this in? with what you're doing with, in regard to transfers? Well, you know, this thing has got crazier by the year. But when you find guys that are committed, you have to do your research. Um, and that was the big thing. We didn't want to sugarcoat anything as we went into this recruiting process. We wanted these guys to understand what their investment was in Colorado Mesa University, our investment in them, our expectations. And, and when they do that and they're able to truly invest in this next phase of their life, they're going to get so much more out of it. So very rarely when we went through this recruiting process did we talk about football. We did that with their coaches and their support staffs and the people that we knew. Um, you know, we identified them as guys that could play the game. So finding those guys that are purpose-driven, that's what we were looking for. And a number of these guys, I think we have three guys that are going to graduate, number one in their class. We've got a multi, uh, multiple guys that are already have dual credits going into college. These guys have um, aspirations and, and want to be great in everything that they do. So when you look at that and we were able to go out and find the right ones that fit us and then love Grand Junction. They loved it. Um, I just can't tell you all the support that we got from the local community and everybody stepped up to really sell the town and uh, the university sells itself. And President Marshall did a great job and um, he made it a point to be able to come out and meet each recruit, um, each each group of recruits that we brought in and let them know they're going to be a part of something that's bigger than themselves. And, of course, when you, you walk somebody around campus on a late fall afternoon, you know, obviously you look at that and you go, I want to be in this environment because it is gorgeous. you got the you know, sun setting off over the monument or, you know, and the reflection off of the mesa. I can't imagine a young man who maybe is from a flatland in Texas coming out and not saying this is amazing exactly and, and these guys um, you know we were able to go up and, and go up to the hospitality suite at the stadium and be able to just look at the sunset as it's going down and, and understand your surroundings these guys and a lot of them were just taken away by it and so um, with the options that we have here in Grand Junction and everything and the resources right at our fingertips to be able to get out hunt and fish and just and really submerge yourself in the in in the environment was awesome yeah and i know jim and i can appreciate that view because uh, we've had a lot of seven o'clock kickoffs where you we're bet. sitting up there watching that sunset and you're going man i can't think of a place i'd rather be no exactly and and with our local guys that's a big thing too you know it's hard when you're you're born and raised you don't realize what you have right in your backyard but we challenge those guys hey go take a look other places and then see if that's really somewhere you can see yourself for the next four to five years you know and, and then told these guys they can come and be a part of something special now their family there will grow now their extended family with the guys that they'll bring in from 
out of town and, and being able to, you know, introduce them to their immediate family here. It's, it's just a huge opportunity for those guys, and we found some guys that um, are truly Mavericks, and we're excited about that group. We're at the Blue Moon tonight, downtown Grand Junction. It's the Cabrera Mesa National Signing Day for the Maverick football team. And they have some great specials, the Char Burger, the Black and Blue Burger, uh, Crunchy Fish Tacos as well. Check out the Bud Light and Coors Light for $4 a pint. So Maverick fans, get out here tonight, and you can uh, talk to some of the coaches. We're going to have some of the local players that are signing uh, coming up after a bit. Uh, we'll talk more about Cash Walker and, and Devin Hickey and Nico Moreno, uh, three really uh, talented young football players that are here in the Grand Valley that will be joining the Mavericks. I know I referenced that you recruited Texas quite a bit. I imagine Crockett Gilmore probably played a, a pretty significant role in reaching out to some coaches and establishing some some ties down there since that's where he's from. Yeah, and, and it's, again, 100% about the relationships and him being able to go home and spend some time and, and knowing where he was going. He had, a, he had a plan when he went down there. He knew the guys that we needed to go and target number of guys that he grew up that are now coaching over there in west texas and in texas um so being able to have him go and, and identify the guys that are going to fit because it's hard when you're a long ways away from home you got to have that support and to be able to have him go in and find texas guys it's important um that you have that relationship so that when it does get hard because these guys are going to go through their hardest three months of their life um when they get here in august and there's going to be a time, and I told them all, all these recruits, you're going to be sitting there and you're going to be teared up and you're going to go through homesickness. I don't care if you're a local kid right here in the Valley or you're from Dallas, Texas, wherever it might be. Um, that's going to happen, and you got to have that support staff back home that's going to encourage you to stay and give you that support that you need. And, you know, I think with these guys that we got, they've, they've got that foundation and they're going to have great success here. There's 47 players, and obviously we don't have the time to talk about all 47, but we are going to certainly hit on on some of them with uh, with yourself and Trevor Wickery and also Trent Matthews coming up in a little bit. But uh, let's talk. Let's start out the offensive side of the football. We mentioned offensive line was a was an area of emphasis in recruiting this season. A guy like Caden Butts, uh, all state selection, played for Andy Lowry at, at Columbine. I mean, Andy's got a tremendous track record, tremendous reputation. He was selected for the all state game. 6'2", 250. Talk about a guy like like uh, Caden Butts, a, a guy that certainly has a promising future on your offensive line. Well, you know, he's just a tough, physical kid. And you got to be to make it through Coach Lowry's uh, program there at Columbine. And, you know, a, a proven winner, guys that know how to win. And he can play both sides of the ball. He did a great job on the offensive line at guard and pulls and plays with a certain amount of tenacity and is able to get after it play after play after play. So, Excited about Caden and what he brings to the table. And then you have Tucker Rice on the offensive line, Eureka, California, 6'2", 270. And uh, I know Trevor Wickery, you know, he's, uh, you know, it's great to see family ties back on the team. Um, the brother Max played football at Colorado Mesa, so there's a, a little bit of a legacy, a little uh, family connection with the program previously. So uh, it was an all-big four selection in his high school conference so uh, another big offensive lineman you hope to develop and hopefully Trevor Wickery can develop this young man yeah exactly very excited to get him on board you know Max has done a great job and actually his older brothers were at Humboldt and so our connection goes way back um, but they love Grand Junction and then he, he plays the game the right way you know and, and when you got coach Wickery recruiting those guys they understand the expectation um, they understand how they're going to get coach and they're excited about that so very excited to be able to get Tucker on board and, and come and be a part of this. 
Yeah, I was I was looking, uh, you know, getting off the offensive line, but you got you got a big hole at tight end to fill this year. And uh, I was looking at this Micah Bynum kid out of uh, Middle Park. Yeah, another one of those big guys. He's gonna he's got the right right build, and it looks like he's extremely athletic. In his, in his notes here, it says uh, he can do backflips on skis. Yes, and then that's a big individual doing those uh, doing those tricks <laughs> Six, on four, skis. 6'4", 215, man. Yeah, so you're looking at a guy very similar. Could be the next rinks, um, full of potential and a big, strong kid, big athlete. Um, so we were very excited to get Micah on board. And, you know, going back a little bit on that offensive line, you look at a guy like Grimble right there. Um, you know, Caleb. He does things right, and he gets after it. He wants to be a cattle rancher when he's all said and done. Um, but just another big, tough kid, and having him and having guys that are going to develop. And you look at that tight end room. You know, you got a local here in Cash Walker, a kid that hasn't even scratched the ceiling at all. You know, he's got a huge room for growth. Um, so we're excited, and he's going to have an advantage because as soon as he graduates, he's going to be able to be over in the weight room and be around our guys and. Uh, that's going to be instrumental for his growth. I mean, Cash, 6'5", 225, led the Warriors who got to the playoffs this year for a, a former Mav and, and Brandon Milholland out at Central High School. He led them in touchdown catches. And, and I know he was on a lot of watch lists in terms of tight ends here in the, the state of Colorado. And so he does, you're right, he, that's a guy that has those Dagon Rinks kind of skills that, that you're looking for in Cash Walker. Yeah, excited, just really excited for Cash. And that started, Jim, back when they came to team camp. First time we got to see him just over on campus and the potential that he had. So it was fun watching him go through the season. But then when we ultimately, when we had the chance to get him over, he said, this is where I want to be. Um, just excited. And, you know, he's prayed on it, and he knows that this is where he's supposed to be. So we're excited to watch Cash grow. Going to the wideout spot, a couple guys, Nick McGuire, Nicky McGuire, uh, who's from Fort Collins High School, I'll, I'll say an honorable mention. He set the single-season record for receiving yards for the Lambkins. Not a big guy necessarily, but uh, you know, good route runner, very elusive, a uh, player that uh, could be a nice little slot receiver for this football team. Exactly. You know, just a good football player. Shifty, dynamic in everything that he does. The one thing that really impressed me with him is he, he doesn't go down on contact. Although he may be small in stature, very strong. Um, and, and does a good job with the ball, is it, ball in his hand after the catch. So we got to do better. That's one thing that we struggled at with, with yak yards, and um, he's a guy that can bring that dimension to the game. And I was looking at, you know, you got also a bunch of defensive linemen coming in, uh, and, and like size-wise, and we've gotten to watch him for several years, Nico Moreno out of Palisade coming and joining your program. Uh, you get him whipped into shape, man. The, the potential on that is amazing. Yeah, and it, it was fun and, and interesting as you went through it with Nico. Um, kind of thought at first that getting out of the valley might be something that he's interested in. But after it was all said and done, said, this is where I want to be. I want to be here where my mom, my family can be here to be able to watch me continue to grow the upside. And that's a guy that with his size, you know, look for him to make an immediate impact. You know, he does a lot of things for Coach Romano over there and, Never got a chance to catch his breath. So we know that he's been pushed the right way, but guy that can come in there and anchor the middle of the defense for us, we're excited to have Nico. I know Crockett Gilmore calls him the silent assassin. 
That's right. The man, a few words, you know, but uh, we did get him to come down today, so I'm excited to get him on, on air with you guys and talk a little bit. Yeah, hopefully a few more words than, you know, just hopefully he's not too silent down here tonight when we talk with Nico Moreno later on. We also want to talk about another local player, and that's Devin Hickey, who played quarterback at Central, defensive back as well. His dad, Brandon, was a state championship quarterback for Joe Romano, former Mavs head coach. Uh, back in the 90s, and uh, in the case of Devin, you know, really good athlete, kind of developed a little bit as a quarterback, but really probably looking more at the at a defensive back safety spot for, for Devin Hickey moving forward. Well, you just watch him compete in everything that he does. I believe he's 35 and 6 right now on the wrestling mat, and he's just a competitor. And we, I said when we saw him at team camp, I said, I don't know where it's at, but we want to make sure that we get you and you become a math. And uh, He's been a guy that just went to work every single day. So excited to watch him. I don't know where he's going to fit yet, right? Is he going to be on the offensive side of the ball, playing fullback, running back? Is he going to be a linebacker? Is he going to be a safety? Um, but we're very excited about his ability and what he brings, but most of all about his work ethic, the way he goes about his business every single day. And I'm sure you're excited to get all these guys out here and get them into a training program and start getting them whipped into shape so that uh, they can they can take the field. Any players that we haven't touched on that uh, you, that we're going to want to keep an eye out for? Well, there's a few of them, and, and as you look at this thing, though, a couple that really pop off the page, you know, that are guys that just tough, hard-nosed guys that I could see coming in and, and pushing their rooms, you know. Um, Jamil Acosta-Lewis. He plays the game the right way. This guy flies around. He's all over the field. He's coming from Amarillo, Texas. Um, and, and he's really driven on what he wants to do and who he wants to be. So excited to watch him just and watch that translate onto the football field. Um, another one on the defensive line that I believe will be able to come in and be able to just make an immediate impact coming out of Denton, Texas, will be uh, Isaiah Williams. And Isaiah, this guy has got some twitch and really has some explosion out of his hips and, and long arms and all the things that you look for in a defensive lineman. So, and he's already got some good size on him. Can't remember what we listed him at, but he's going to be a 270-pounder and, and be ready to go. So, Miles Coach, favorite coach of the Cabernet Mavericks football team. We're down at the Blue Moon tonight, downtown Grand Junction, the National Signing Day event, and we'll be broadcasting until 6 o'clock, but uh, the fun continues all night long. Miles will be down here talking with Maverick fans. Coaching staff is down here as well. Uh, saw Crockett Gilmore milling around over there a little while ago and, and Trevor Wickery. We're going to talk with Trevor Wickery coming up in just a little bit. Uh, a guy that I want to ask you about that I had a chance to watch him this past season for Bear Creek, and that's Elijah Thomas, who I, I tell you what, super impressed with him. Big, you know, physical receiver, 6'3", 175, could probably put a little weight on, but he plays big. And I thought he had tremendous speed as well. Um, a, a guy that I just was really impressed with. I watched him play for Bear Creek. Yeah, that length and that speed, he can really run. Elijah does a great job and um, just a competitor, like you said, Jim. So he'll be able to come in and stretch a, stretch the field, um, push those defenses vertically and make them have to respect him. So excited to watch him get up here, you know. And, um, you know, he was one of our later guys that came in. We couldn't get him scheduled, couldn't get him scheduled, so I started to get a little bit nervous. But a guy that we identified early in the recruiting process was able to see him this summer, and he actually was able to come for an unofficial visit and watch his play and 
um, but we weren't able to do his official visit till late, so that always makes you a little bit nervous. But when he called right when he got back and, and set him in, we were excited to get him. One final Western Slope guy we should talk about. We mentioned the three from here in the Valley, but Cade Street from Rifle played for Ryan Whittington. Uh, defensive end, 6'6", 220, and I know that uh, in Crockett's comments about him that uh, great first step, capable of playing today, but has unmatched potential at multiple positions. Comes from a program that, you know, in, in past years with Damon Wells and now Ryan Whittington running that program, they've had state championship success, and you know that you're getting a good football player when they come out of the rifle program. Exactly. Excited. Cade will be a beast by the time he's done. Um, again, man, we just got to feed him. We got to let him continue to eat, fuel his body. But he came to camp, and I was just impressed with everything that he was able to do. Um, so, again, I, that guy has a great step. That length, you know, is something that we didn't have last year. So these guys that are longer, they're going to continue to grow. Coming in at 220, 230 pounds, we got a number of them. And Kate especially, by the time he's done, he's going to be a 280-pounder, and um, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. All right, so coming up, we're going to talk with Trevor Wickery, Mavericks uh, offensive line coach, co-offensive coordinator, get his thoughts about uh, the offensive side of the ball in this recruiting class, 47 new players coming in for Miles Coach Aver and the Mavericks. So uh, make sure you stop by down here at the Blue Moon tonight, and it's the National Signing Day event. They have some great specials, the Char Burger for $12.50, the Black and Blue Burger, $12.95. It's not a special, but I always have to heartily endorse Brad's <laughs> Tenderloin it is the finest tenderloin in town, and there's not by far, hands not, down. Not even, not up for debate. I know there's other other contenders out there. They really aren't contenders. This is the champ down here at the Blue Moon. Our general manager Dave Beck. I've never seen him order anything other than the tenderloin. I, I've ordered other things here, and they're fantastic. But I always come back to the tenderloin. Yeah. Come back, come back to the thing that I know and love with the tenderloin. So get on down here tonight. They have a Bud Light, Coors Light specials as well, four dollars a pint. We will take a break, and we'll come back with more. This is the CMU National Signing Day event on the team, CMU Sports. Welcome back to the Blue Moon, downtown Grand Junction. Jim Davis along with Greg Wenzel as we celebrate the signees this year, 47 of them for Miles Shaver and the Cutter Mesa Mavericks football team. And with us right now, Trevor Wickery, former Maverick lineman and the offensive line coach, co-offensive coordinator for CMU. And Trevor, always a pleasure. Good to have you down here tonight. Thank you, guys. This year going much more uh, smoothly than last year. Last year was certainly a, a chaotic situation in terms of signing day with, with Miles. I mean, this is the, the first day that he was the head coach trying to get everything taken care of, and it was just a, a scramble. It has to be fantastic to be able to actually go through the recruiting process and target the guys that you wanted to target this year. Oh, yeah. This has been huge. You know, last year, that last spring was like jamming a year's worth of work in, into three months, right, or six months. And so this year to be able to actually recruit it the full way around has been awesome. And I think we signed a lot of young men that will fit in great with the great young men that we have here right now. As you well know, success for a football team starts up front. You guys really did a nice job, I think, this year of recruiting Colorado, Utah, and Texas, but recruiting some size, bringing some depth to this offensive line. Yes, sir. Offensive line, we're super excited about. I think the staff, we all, we all did a wonderful job with this one. And um, Arguably, I was actually talking to my wife last night. It, this might be one of the best offensive line classes as a unit that I've had in 15 years of coaching. So it's uh, as a signing class coming in, right? And so to be able to have that youth coming in is a lot of fun. And so, yeah. 
a lot of names on. I'm sorry, go ahead, Greg. I was, was going to say 15 years of coaching. You didn't play that long ago. It seems like it was just yesterday. <laughs> I know. I feel old now. I have my kids. <laughs> half some of the guys I work that I played with, their kids are getting into yeah, high school now. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going, oh, I'm getting old. I can't believe this. I know. That's right. This used to be a racing stripe, and now it's you know the gray on the beard. Right. You know? <laughs> well, like we were talking about, there's 47 players. There's you know can't cover everybody, but we want to talk about uh, some of the offensive players. Let's start out with the offensive line. Your your uh, number one position of uh of coaching and that's uh, austin schultz the guy i want to talk about roosevelt high school mm-hmm. that's a program that's really developed over the last uh, five to ten years six two two seventy five and i know one of the things you like about him aggressive but also versatility he's played up and down the offensive line got to have those guys oh yeah and also brings that that uh demeanor with him that and lane washinger you know he's uh done a wonderful job with that program and so it was great to be able to get austin up here and He'd been a treat to be able to recruit to and talk with. And, you know, his stepsister plays volleyball up here. So being able to keep the family here at Mace is, was, uh, is a lot of fun. And another player uh, from a program that's really come on the last few years, and that's me, Jason Klatt, his brother Joel, of course, uh, the well-known Fox College analyst. Mm-hmm. But uh, Zach DeBella, 6'4", 275, a really talented football player, tough kid. Like you said, plays the game the right way. Yes. And he can run, and he's mean, and, and uh, you know, that's really what we went out for in this offensive line class is that can we run, can we go punch people in the mouth and get it done, right? And I think we did a good job of finding them cats, and Zach's another fun one that was fun to recruit. And, you know, he was sought after by some FCSs, so it was nice that we were able to pull that one through and get him up here to be a math. And when you're looking at offensive line, what are your key characteristics that you want uh, out of those guys when, even before you say, hey, let's take a look at this guy, what are, what are some of the things you're looking for? So I want to make sure, because like, the, the first thing you get is highlight films of everybody. And uh, this last uh, class, we, I think between the staff, I had about 1,000 offensive linemen that I watched, and we narrowed that down. And, and things that I'm looking for just quick is can we be able to move our feet? Can we get our feet in and out of the ground, right? Can we move? Do they show tenacity to want to be able to finish the play? If they could show that in their highlight film, then we're going to go grab that game film. And then when we're grabbing the game film, we're obviously make sure transcripts match, right? So to be able to do that, and then we start doing all the other sides of it to kind of narrow them out, that's, that's, that's where it starts. we got to be able to move, and we got to be aggressive. We're talking with Colorado Mesa offensive line coach and co-offensive coordinator Trevor Wickery. It's the Mavericks National Signing Day event, downtown Grand Junction at the Blue Moon. Stop by some great food and drink specials tonight, Bud Light, Coors Light, for $4 a pint down here at the, the Blue Moon Bar and Grill. We talked with Miles about Caden Butts from Columbine High School, and, you know, when you get a player from Andy Lowry, pretty good football player usually, uh, all-state selection, uh, got a lot of growth potential according to what uh, your evaluation of, uh, of Caden Butts of Columbine. Yeah, I think he's got, he's got the framework to be able to grow tremendously, right, and he moves really well, and he's, he, he plays with that, that attitude, right? So... He, he will bring that side, and the nice thing with his athleticism is it opens up a lot of room for which position he can actually play, too, you know. When you look at evaluating offensive linemen, Greg asked about some of the things you look for. I mean, you're unique because you're the offensive line coach, but also you're involved with the game plan, the run, the run game for the Mavericks offense. I mean, how, when, when you look at some of these players, how much does that part of your job, being the co-offensive coordinator, influence what you look at for an offensive lineman and 
maybe even I mean, when you help evaluate some guys like fullbacks and positions like that that, that are in tight ends as well that are obviously a big part of, of what a team does up front scheme-wise. Well, I think that that part's huge, and the nice thing is that, you know, as an offensive staff, and we really sat down and we narrowed down early what we wanted and what we needed, you know, and we were able to go get that offensively, which was really nice. And, you know, so when you're looking at those position groups, it's obviously got to be what we know we're a tight end system, so we got to make sure we have our tight ends, which we got a number of them this next year that, where, where they could be. I mean, you got Michael Byron who, who can do backflips on the skis, for God's sakes, right? So, I mean, just the – and then you got um, the Grandview Brody that can – he can block. He's like – he's got a lineman hard in him. His dad's the old line coach, right? So, he's got the lineman hard in him. And, so, you know he he's going to block. Go he's going to oh, be committed yeah. to the you run know, game. You betcha. So, you, we got a mixture of those types of guys all over the place and, and guys that can play multiple positions and – that's what we need to be able to put our top 11 players on the field, right? Brody Robinson tied in from Grandview High School. And, and uh, we also talked about Cash Walker, who mm-hmm. who with that frame 6'5", 225. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dagan Rinks, you, you lose him to graduation. But you got a guy, certainly with uh, you know, the, the, the frame that Cash Walker has, yeah. that can maybe you know, down the road develop and, and be another Dagan Rinks for this football team. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, the tight ends that we're bringing in, it's a lot of fun because we did bring in size. And Cash does a lot of great, you know, did a lot of stuff for Central. And really he's just barely scratching his potential, what we believe, and with his frame. And it'll be a lot of fun to see how he grows and, and the player he turns into. One thing I see on the list here, you know, you've added a lot of potential for depth. And last year you guys got dinged up with some injuries on the front line. And that came back to haunt you in some big games. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you'll be able to add that depth, and uh, it gives you just a little bit more breathing room over the course of a what it can be a long season. Oh, yeah. You know, and that, and then we, we, we preach it all the time is competition, right? Competition breeds greatness. And our, our, ideally, if we could go against the best competition in practice, then that's what we were trying to get to. And to be able to do that up front, you need to have 10 guys that you trust going in. You don't really lose a step, right? So, and that's what we're going after, knowing that we got a good group of young men right now that are at the university, and these guys can either have a year if they need it or, or jump in and start competing, right? So very excited about that that offensive line unit for years to come right now. CMU offensive line coach, co-offensive coordinator Trevor Wickery with us. We're at the Blue Moon downtown Grand Junction. It's the National Signing Day event. Maverick fans, get on down here tonight. Uh, great specials with char burger, chicken quesadilla. We love our wings, don't we, Greg? Yes, we do. Spicy buffalo hot. They also have uh, the campfire as well. Got to have some Bud Light and Coors Light to wash it down. $4 a pint for those here on National Signing Day for Colorado Mesa. And, you know, Trevor, when, when we talk about, you know, the, the guys that will help develop some of these young players, guys like you've had in the past, like an Ozzy Torres, guys that stayed through the, the coaching change and things like that, who do you lean on to develop these young guys that are going to be back with this team in 2023? You know, obviously the, the um, coaches here are wonderful, and that's who we all are. We're, we're going to train them and do that. But what we've, what we've found is that the players that are sticking around, that are here right now, believe in it, and they believe in it in the right way. And that's what we need here, and that's that foundation we were going after. Uh, last spring when we got the job, we knew we had to set that foundation because it's not a – uh, quick fix deal that we're into. We want this thing to be able to be sustainable, 
And to be able to do that, you got to be able to create that foundation. And, and, you know, being forged by fire is a great way to be able to create a strong foundation, right? So being able to do that and then the, the young men that are here right now, so the seniors and the juniors, it, they will do a wonderful job taking on these young men coming into the program and, and kind of showing them that way and then them building into that as well. And as you look at the RMAC, the top seems to be getting tougher every year. I mean, you got Colorado School of Mines semifinalists a couple years ago, national runners up this year. You got CSU Pueblo. We need not say anything more because they're always right there. Western's on the come. You guys got to have this so that you can compete and stay in that top half. Yeah. And that's where we got to get back to. You know, there's games this last year that make us sick and losing in the last minute, 30 seconds, and like four of them. And you just can't do that. You got to have some more um, intestinal fortitude to get that done, right? And, and so that's where we're excited about having a full off season to be able to train that and but you're exactly right the armag even from when i was playing it is not the same and the competition level could shatter and shatter and could jump up and go anytime too right and so that it makes it actually it's a lot of fun right i still hate every single team even though i love <laughs> i love v hill but i still hate them right and i, I told him that when he got the job too um and, you know but there are the nice thing, too, is it's kind of like back when I was playing with Romano. There's a lot of great men coaching with a lot of these schools right now. And so being in the coaching profession and knowing them, it's it's kind of nice to be able to be in a conference like that. And you know you're going to war every game. Right? Yeah, you referenced Phil Hill, former Maverick quarterback, who's now the coach at CSU Pueblo. And I'm happy for Phil. Hope you guys knock the snot out of him coming up this season 100 percent. if you shut him out like 100 to nothing phil i hope you're listening and hope you do well against everybody else but the mavericks coming up in 2023 we're talking with trevor wickery a cutter mesa offensive line coach and co-offensive coordinator and and you know getting back to the conference for just a moment i mean really you know highlands is a better football team than than they've been in the last couple of years you guys had a wild with them in that final game of the season. I mean, outside of Fort Lewis was, it was a dreadful year for Fort Lewis. Let's just be honest about that. But everybody else, it's a pretty tough conference because even the lower tier teams are not as as bad as you would think. There's some pretty good talent. Adams State, I mean, you know, there's some there's some good football teams throughout this conference. Oh, yeah. And every week you got to come in prepared and ready to go without a doubt. You know, and that's, that's uh, it, it makes it a lot of fun because you got to make sure as a coach when you come in with your game plan that it's ready to go and you put the players in the right spot, right, and that you get them ready to, and they're ready to go and have fun with it, right. So, so for here to spring ball before you get up to fall camp, what's what's kind of the 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 process that you go through right now in terms of getting ready for spring ball and then getting ready for the fall camp? So right now with spring ball, we're we're really slowing it down, making sure we go through all the ins and outs of the offense. And that's what we're doing with our team as a full unit because basically by the end of it, we want them to be able to watch the film and know whose fault to the plate was, why it worked, or why it didn't work, right? And truly know the game of football. So that's what we're really working on right now before we get into spring ball practice. And then that way when we get together as an offense, we can start quizzing guys. And, and that was something that we kind of found that we, we can – teach them in a different light where they all understand the full picture and how we take advantages of defenses within the offenses that we're calling right and because we had our, uh, our we had our chances and we just didn't take them sometimes right or we didn't put ourselves in the right position and so we got to make sure that we're ready for those scenarios and and thriving and waiting for that time right so 
we're getting to that point right now. And then in spring ball, we'll keep going with that and, and grow off the film in that light. So, Trevor, it's always great seeing you, man. Great seeing you, buddy. I really appreciate you. All right, likewise. Trevor, Trevor Wickery, the coach of the Cutter and Mesa Mavericks offensive line, co-offensive coordinator for the Mavericks. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We're going to try to track down uh, Trent Matthews. Plus, we're going to talk to the three local players, Cash Walker, Devin Hickey, and Nico Moreno, that were signing, uh, signed with the Mavericks uh, for 2023. So we'll continue on here at the Blue Moon. Jim Davis along with Greg Wenzel. It's the CMU Signing Show on the Team Sports Network. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome back to the Blue Moon. Jim Davis along with Greg Wenzel. It's our pleasure to have Trip Matthews, Maverick defensive coordinator, with us on signing day. An exciting day. Uh, like Greg mentioned earlier, it's like Christmas Day for you guys. 47 new players. You got some fresh talent on the defensive side, Trent. Has to be exciting for you. Awesome. I can't wait to get these guys in, and thank you guys for having me. Well, great to have you down here at the Blue Moon tonight. Make sure you stop by and enjoy some of the specials and Bud Light and Coors Light, $4 a pint. You got some guys here that you want to highlight because I mean, so there's first 47 players, both sides of the football. A lot of guys to talk about. We don't have enough time to talk about everybody, but some guys that uh, you want to highlight uh, that that you think are going to make an impact in this Maverick defense in the next couple of years. Uh, the the number one that I like to highlight is Jamel Costa Lewis, a safety that's ready to play right now, that's built the right way, good frame, um, smart kid, good grades. What we want, true definition of a Maverick. Hashtag Texas tough. Texas tough. Thumper on the field is your description of him. And six foot, 190, had a couple of picks. Uh, just a, a tremendous football player. You say commands the room when he walks in. He's that kind of leader already, huh? Yeah, he. when you see him, man, he looked like uh, if, if The Rock had a baby. <laughs> I love that's, it. That's, Jamal, that's Jamel. Does he, do, does he do the eyebrow thing, too? You know what? We're working on that a little That'll bit. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. After he has a pick or a fumble recovery, yeah. does the eyebrow. I mean, yeah. If he come and do an interview with you guys, I'll make sure he do He's that. He's got to do guys. the eyebrow for us. Yeah, man. Baby Rock's got to do the eyebrow for us. <laughs> so, so a young man that played safety down in Amarillo, Texas, Caprock High School. Yep. Uh, obviously a couple picks. Bit of a ball hawk guy. Good against the run. Good, good in both areas. Good, good, good against the run. Understands football. Um, played in many situations when we when we recruit kids the biggest thing is we don't after watching highlight tapes we watch a full game and he on and on and on he just find, finds the football commands on the field and makes makes the plays when they need it fourth and two big time plays doesn't get too high doesn't get too low so that's kind of why he's a, a guy that has the potential to play right now for us and I'm excited for him good time and obviously a guy who doesn't take a playoff. Never. Never ta- never takes a playoff. I mean, got guys, uh, another person I would I would have to say, uh, really it's hard to pick. It's really all, all four of our D linemen. I mean, that group of kids together, I mean, that culture that we're bringing, um, Dawson and, and Isaiah, um, I want to point out Isaiah more particularly because just the, how violent he is and how physical he is um, from Denton, Texas. Um, the crazy thing about that, that was my first, that was my first job. The school really? that, the school that we, the school that uh, he's at right now, I was a receiver coach at Denton High, at Denton High School. So being able to bring him in and join him in, man, is awesome. And I can't wait till he gets here 
he's excited. His family's excited. And Isaiah, from Den, he's he's a, he's a player, man. Got to play right now. You recruited a lot of linebackers. Yeah, uh, Aiden. Olshan from uh, Thunder Ridge High School, sure. All-State all Selection, 5'10", 180. Sure. Uh, explosive athlete, said, you know, guy that has just a nose for the football in space. Sure, sure. Yeah, he's a guy that actually went to his game against Cherry Creek. And um, a lot of – a lot of he didn't even know I was at the game. I'm kind of like the equalizer. I put a hat on, I'm wearing all black. I don't <laughs> put it on Sneak in. Yeah, you know, and he's a guy that, you know – Always found a knack for the ball. I asked his counselors. I asked the, the uh, janitors, how is he? Um, I asked um, multiple teachers, math teachers, science, English, history, all the core classes about him. Nothing but good things. So I said, why not take a chance? He's a little undersized height-wise, but I said he's a, he's a player that, can, that fits in our scheme and could be a good ball player. Uh, he has, shows a lot of special teams value for us, and I'm excited for him. I, I'm ready for him to get, get after it. And I'm it might, more, I was going to say at 180, you probably need to bulk him up a little bit. Sure, 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 sure. Um, bulk him up. Obviously, we call it beat him up in the weight room, get him bigger, faster, stronger. <laughs> um, but he's a little Tasmanian devil, man. You know, he's he's just a little – he just he's just a crazy animal, man. He, he gets after it. And <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for him, and he's going to bring a lot of energy for the Mavericks. Does he have that, that, that little streak of nasty that you need out of a linebacker? Yes, he's like a, a three-year-old that wants cotton candy, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know that he's just a terrorizer, man. And he's he, relentless. He's right? relentless for it, man. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him. He's a good player, man, and a good person, and a good uh, program kid for us. Mavs defensive coordinator Trent Matthews with us. We're down here at the Blue Moon, the National Signing Day event. Stop by and enjoy it, and you can talk to Trent and Miles Coach Aver and. And also Trevor Wickery, some of the coaches are down here tonight. Crockett Gilmore's down here as well, Mavericks defensive line coach. Another guy I want to ask about, Trent, is Quinn Walker, 6'3", 205, from Legacy High School. Played for a guy that's kind of from, from my generation, Jay sure. Madden, that uh, was at Mesa when, when I was at Mesa. And, uh, you know, look, Jay knows linebackers. He was a great linebacker himself at, at Mesa back in the day. This is a really good player you're getting, Quinn Walker. Yeah, you know why he's good, man, is he, uh, he knows football. And the good thing about him, he's coached well. Jay Madden and all those boys do a good job. Just that that coach, he's bringing in culture, man. I don't have to. We don't have to worry about him in the weight room. We don't have to worry about him in the classroom because he's doing. He's done it in high school. And when you get kids like that, you get you. You also when you recruit, you recruit talent, but you also recruit the intangibles. And that's leadership. That's culture. Um, and that's just being a um, a person that that leads with their actions. And that's what he does. And and that's a, some of the qualities we want, especially young, to lead this group of kids, you know, that uh, the class that we have. So I think it's awesome that we got him a steal for us. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him as well, man. It's a good time to be a Maverick. A couple of players I want to ask about. We're going to talk to him in a few minutes. Sure. Uh, Devin Hickey at Central, play quarterback. We play defensive back. And I know Miles said, hey, I'm not exactly sure. Where we're going to play him yet because he's such a good athlete, but he could end up being on your side of the football in the secondary, maybe a, a linebacker, uh, but also a Nico Moreno from Palisade. Nick, 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 Nico. <laughs> you know, I said like, like it's an echo. I like that. I like you know that. what I'm saying? Because he brings the thunder, man. I'm, I'm excited for him. He's a good player. Vicious, physical, hometown kid. You can't say nothing about it. It's it's kind of like a McDonald's fry. You know what you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you pretty good. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, you know what you're going to get out of Nico, man. And both of those kids, they awesome. Again, we did our homework on both of those kids. And 
as far as counselors, coaches, nothing but good things to say about them. And we want guys that can go in the community. So when we do our community work and go to these elementaries and these middle schools, we can bring those two kids in and tell them the, the ranks and how, how, how life as a Mesa and goals to set as middle schools. We might even send them to Grand Mesa and, 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 and read a book. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's kind of what we're trying to do and the culture that we're trying to bring here at Colorado Mesa. Well, last year I know there were some disappointing losses, but a lot of promise and a lot of a lot of really good wins, particularly those last two wins at the end of the season against Chadron State and New Mexico Highlands. A lot of good things to build on for 2023. And sure. And this class is going to be a part of that success moving forward. Hey, Trent, I always appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, yeah, man. And uh, good seeing you down here tonight. Get down here and talk to Trent about his defense coming up in 2023. Yeah. Enter at the Blue Moon tonight. Uh, we're going to be wrapping things up here in just a few minutes. But, uh, Trent, I appreciate, appreciate, appreciate you giving us some time and stopping by for a few. Yes, I'm awesome. I'm blessed to be here, man, and any time, man. I, I'm awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm turned up right now and ready to go play <laughs> I right can tell. I'm, I don't think you want a nearly 60-year-old guy, but I still have some eligibility. Let's so, come on, man. Uh, you're going to get me killed. No, I'm, I'm pumped up. I'll be pumped up calling games, Greg, and I'll be pumped up doing that up there. We'll, right we'll stay at a safe distance. How about that? <laughs> right on. Hey, Trent, I appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you so much. All right, Trent Matthews joining us uh, here at the Blue Moon tonight. Mavericks defensive coordinator did a sensational job with the Maverick defense in 2023. So we're going to talk to uh, the three local players that have signed with Colorado Mesa, and that's uh, Cash Walker, central tight end. Also, we're going to talk with um, Devin Hickey from Central High School. Both those guys were on a playoff team this last year for Brandon Milholland, and Nico Moreno played uh, for the uh, Palisade Bulldogs. They made the 3A state football playoffs. We're going to talk to those guys coming up here in just a moment. But uh, don't forget, they have the specials, and it's going on. We're, our show wraps up at 6, and we'll have Villanova Marquette coming up at 6.15. But uh, all the fun continues tonight here at the Blue Moon tonight, downtown Grand Junction, as uh, we... Uh, Give you all the latest about National Signing Day for the Colorado Mesa Mavericks. 47 players coming in and joining us right now here at the Blue Moon. Three local players, a couple of uh, Central Warrior teammates in Devin Hickey and also Cash Walker and Palisade Bulldog defensive lineman Nico Moreno. Let's start uh, with the with the Warriors, uh, Devin Hickey and, and Cash Walker. Guys, thanks for coming down. And, and uh, Devin, I mean, your football's in your background. Your dad played at Palisade, state championship quarterback. Has to be thrilling for you to get the chance. He played at Fort Lewis. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Boomer. But that's okay. We're glad he played college football. But um, the chance to play college football, play, stay in town, take us through kind of the thought process, Devin, of, of deciding to sign with the Mavericks and stay in town. Uh, going through the thought process, I was just considering Mesa ever since we went to the CMU football camp as a team. It was just a great program. I wanted to be a part of it. So, and then. When the day came, I just decided to become a Mav today. What are they telling you in terms of what you might play? Because you played quarterback at, at, at Central High School, uh, really good dual-threat quarterback. I thought you really came on as a passer at the end of the season. They've got some really talented quarterbacks, though, too, yeah. but you also played safety. You play. Uh, you certainly could play on the defensive side of the football, maybe even uh, bulk up a little bit, play some linebacker. What? What's Coach Miles Coach Aver telling you in terms of what your future might be with this team? Um, I think they're going to have me play at safety right now, and then we'll see where it goes from there. So right now it's safety, though. Well, congratulations on, on signing with the Mavericks. We also have your teammate, Guy, through a few passes to you this season. Cash Walker was on a lot of lists of some of the, the best tight ends in the western half of the country. And, and Cash, for you, uh, I, I saw your tweet. I know you could just sense the excitement about deciding to stay here and play for the Mavericks. And... Dagan Ranks is such a tremendous tight end for them. 
you've got some of the similar skill set that the Dagan Rinks had. I mean, that's to be exciting to be able to maybe have that chance to step into a, a player like Dagan Rinks, step into his footsteps. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, having the opportunity to watch him these last couple of years, uh, me being a sophomore, junior, senior in high school, I've seen him develop as a player, uh, and it's been something that I've wanted to fill the role in maybe when I got to senior. Not knowing that I was going to be there yet, but that's something that I want to do for sure, definitely when coming here. Did you ever have a chance to talk with him at all? Um, over social media a little bit. Okay. I've had the opportunity. Right now he's kind of having his pro day stuff, training for that. And uh, when he gets back here in April, him and I are going to meet up and have a little bit of some conversations. Yeah, he's a good guy to learn from. A tremendous talent, uh, Dagan Rinks, the, the Maverick uh, tied in. We're talking with Cash Walker, uh, Central High School tied in that is signed with Colorado Mesa. Cash, for you, uh, what do you feel like are some of the things you need to focus on, work on as you get ready to, 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 to go to camp with this football team and, and try to, to, to kind of make your place on this roster in 2023? Uh, definitely continuing to develop my skill set all the way around as a football player, football IQ, um, kind of just getting faster and stronger in the weight room to compete with some of these guys coming into fall. Central becoming tied into you here in town with uh, Cole Taylor and now yourself? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, Devin's not shaking his head. Yeah, it's, yes, it's turned out to be a pretty good situation. So we got the uh, – by the way, I have to ask you, did, did you guys have an influence on each other, deciding to want to play at Mesa and continue your careers together? Yeah, when I seen Cash uh, sign, it was like a big – made me want to sign there a little bit more. Same for you? I'm kind of the same way. Like, Devin's been my guy all the way through it in uh, high school. So being able to continue that, even if he's not throwing me the ball, just being a teammate with him again, that's pretty cool. All right, we also have Nico Moreno from Palisade High School, defensive lineman, the silent assassin. You can't be too silent right now, Nico, okay? You have to talk a little bit. It is, it is radio. You have to talk a little bit. Uh, take us through the process of deciding to be a Maverick because I know in talking with, uh, with Trent Matthews, he's excited about what you bring to the table for that defensive line. Let me let me do something here real quick for you. There, there we go, Nico. Right, Wait, sorry. he wasn't. You were being silent. And you didn't mean to be <laughs> silent. So go ahead, Nico. You know, it was a it was a long, thoughtful process for me. You know, having Western recruiting me. You know, it was a big decision between the two. But ultimately, it came down to staying with family. You know, following what I wanted to do academic wise, and you know, just the hometown feel. You know, what was it about what Coach Coach Haver talked to you about? Maybe Trent Matthews, uh, Crockett Gilmore. I mean, Crockett did, did a great job of that defensive line, former yeah. NFL tight end, former CSU Ram. What do they say to you that had an influence on you making your decision to stay in town? Um, they were just so welcoming, you know. Even being recruited by the rival, you know, they're just – they always wanted what was best for me, and just academic-wise, not only athletic-wise, you know. It just – they just made everything – like fill in place, fill at home, you know. You gotta ask all three of you because Cash and, and Devin, Brandon Milholland was your your high school coach, and Brandon was an outstanding quarterback at, at Mesa State. Joe Romano, former Maverick head football coach, they have any influence on your decision to, to, to be Mavericks? I would say so for sure. Uh, coach Milholland always told us, uh, obviously, he knew that we had the opportunity to play college football, and he always told us. The selfish part of him wanted to stay home so he could come to each one of our home games. So that definitely was an influence for sure. Good for Brandon to do that. I'm glad he, he could. Same deal with yeah, you, Devin? Yeah, it's the same feel. We'd always say, you guys, where are you guys going? You staying home? 
and then we decided to stay home. Yeah, stay at home so Coach Milholland can come and watch you guys on the Saturday. Yeah. What about uh, Coach Romano? Um, Coach Romano didn't really push it up on me, you know. He he probably is also trying to pimp Wyoming to you as well, right? He's saying, go up and play for the folks, right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Fortunately, they didn't want me, but, you know, that's their loss. That's um, true. You know, Coach Romano just wanted what was best for me and what I felt what was best for me, you know. He's just so supporting through this whole process, and I couldn't think of more. Well, guys, I appreciate you stopping by today. Congratulations. This has to be a highlight moment in your athletic careers to, to sign your letters of intent to play for Colorado Mason, Coach Miles, Coach Aver, Devin Hickey, and Cash Walker from uh, the Central Warriors, now Mavericks, along with Nico Moreno from the uh, Palisade Bulldogs as well, now a, a Maverick football player here on National Letter of Intent Day. So, guys, what else? Uh, what, you just finished wrestling practice, right, Devin, a little yeah, while ago? Yeah, I did. So you can't, you can't get too crazy with, you know, grabbing, you know, one of these uh, delicious tenderloins over here. Yeah. Cash, you can go for it, right? It's okay? Oh, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Nico, obviously, man, yeah, knock down two or three of those. But yeah. uh, that's, that's got to stink. That's the bad part about wrestling, yeah, man. <laughs> well, guys, congratulations once again. It's been uh, thrilling talking to you and uh, looking forward to following you guys. We have, of course, in your high school careers, but now as Mavericks, thanks again for stopping by. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thank you. All right. Devin Hickey, Cash Walker from Central High School, and Nico Moreno from Palisade, now members of the Colorado Mesa Mavericks football team and coach, Miles Cochaver. So our show is going to wrap up here in just a couple of minutes. And uh, just a reminder, by the way, on this National Signing Day event, they have some great specials down here, the Char Burger, the Black and Blue Burger. Uh, for the Char Burger, it's $12.50, Black and Blue Burger, little uh, blue cheese on that, $12.95, the Crunchy Fish Tacos, $12.50. Chicken quesadilla, $8.75 for that as well. And they have the spicy buffalo hot wings, $10.95 for that. And then the Bud Light and Coors Light, $4 a pint down here tonight during the national signing event. So that's going to wrap it up tonight from uh, here at the Blue Moon for Greg Wenzel. Always a pleasure spending some time with Greg. And, of course, we'll have Colorado Mesa football coming up this fall. But Maverick basketball, yes, we have that coming up this weekend. Regis on Friday night, UCCS on Saturday 5.30 tip-off for the women, 7.30 for the men both nights right here on the Team CMU Sports Network. So make sure you join us for that coming up this weekend. For Greg Wenzel, I'm Jim Davis. Thanks again for joining us now at the Blue Moon on the Team CMU Sports Network. Coming up next, Villanova and Marquette at 6.15 tonight. College basketball tonight from Westwood One on the Team Sports Network. <laughs>